Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Kevin Frisbee and his guests provide general information, not personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. The opinions expressed on this program are not intended to be a recommendation or investment advice and do not constitute a solicitation to buy, sell, or hold a security or an investment strategy. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company. Recession fears loom. Some are accepting the inevitable truth of the state of the country's economic position and strength of the financial crisis and manageability of these concerns to prevent the perfect storm from wreaking havoc on our economy. Details next. Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Hey, welcome in, everybody. This is the Financial Safari with the Jeff Trushan. I'm consumer advocate Steve Sodal. Jeff in for Kevin today. Uh, Jeff, of course, is a fiduciary with Frisbee and Associates. You've been there for a good long while, and you know you're part of a big team. Uh, hi, Jeff. How are you? Steve, I'm doing great. How are you doing this morning? Very, very well, thanks. And and so we're going to, this will be fun. We're digging into some stuff here. You know, inflation numbers are out uh, higher than what some even thought they were going to be at 9.1%, the CPI, 40-year high. Um, you know, there's, there's all sorts of things going on. And I think the overall people are feeling a, a little bit stressed, perhaps. Jeff, what do you think? Yeah, I think a little bit might be a bit of an understatement, uh, you know, respectfully, unfortunately, given the current economic environment that we find ourselves in. And yeah, this this uh, consumer price index number here at 9.1% and the trend that we've been on really for the better part of the last 12 months certainly doesn't seem transitory to me. Um, you know, really unfortunate that the Federal Reserve was, was so off, uh, you know, with their projections as to, you know, what this environment was going to look like after, you know, a year of substantial money printing back in the 2020s. Um, but, you you know, it's a reality. Here we are. Uh, you know, everybody's feeling it, uh, whether you're at the pump or at the grocery store or searching to buy a house or, you know, whatever that may look like. Um, you know, the Federal Reserve is now doing all they can to try to, you know, get inflation under control. But unfortunately, that's having some spillover effects uh, elsewhere in the economy, particularly when you look at the market and, you know, earnings trajectories here looking forward. So it's it's certainly a unique environment, um, you know, that continues to change and, and evolve day by day. And it's something that we're paying a lot of attention uh, to, you know, on behalf of our clients. So absolutely, reaching out to the clients. I know that's what you're doing, and and so we've got some uh, we've got some sound here from. Uh, well, we'll start with Jeremy Siegel. You're probably aware of who he is, uh, Jeff. Uh, Pennsylvania's uh, Wharton School of uh, Business. He's a professor there, and he's got uh, his forecast for inflation. He's talking about volatility and uh, how things might recover uh, going forward. The Fed tightening and how high they're going to have to go. I think is almost excessive now. I think the Fed has to be careful. You know, I monitor the money supply. And, you know, that told me that we were going to have all this inflation that we had. Well, the money supply has been brought to almost a dead stop this year. And that is unprecedented. And I said, oh, you know, three weeks ago, the Fed has just got to be careful not to slam on the brakes and just crash this economy. They've got to watch things. Yes, they have to raise. They have to ratify what's going on. But they have to realize that most of the inflation now is behind us, even though it's going to be going through the official statistics over the next six to 12 months. All right, Jeff, what's your what's your initial reaction to that? 
Yeah, I think he's spot on when he talks about the Fed needing to be careful to not, you know, push the the rate hikes too far to crash the economy. I mean, that's obviously the biggest concern right now. And you're starting to kind of see that play out a little bit in the bond market. Um, You know, you're really starting to see the market and market participants almost shift their focus a little bit away from inflation now towards, hey, are we potentially on the verge of a recession? And what's that going to look like moving forward? Um, You know, the Federal Reserve is is projected in July here coming up, uh, you know, probably by the time this airs, uh, we'll have already released the figures, but we're looking at a three quarter percent rate hike expected coming up for the uh, for the July decision at the FOMC meeting. And then they're off in August and we won't see another you know decision until September. Um, but, you know, certainly we're just seeing a lot of pressure uh, really all over the place when when you when you look at, you know, the response to what the Federal Reserve is doing. The market certainly certainly hasn't taken it lightly. Um, you know, we're having a really, really challenging year, not just the stock market, but the bond market as well. And it's it's, uh, you know, the fear is that it's only a matter of time before that starts to show up in earnings as people start to you know pull in and rein in their spending to meet obligations elsewhere. So, you know, it's something where really for the last uh, the better part of the last six to eight months, you know, the market and the economy have had, have had all eyes on the Federal Reserve, and we're kind of hanging on on uh, every word that they uh, they speak here. And certainly, this uh, this upcoming FOMC meeting will be no different. Sure. And and so, do you agree with him where he says that we've probably seen the peak of inflation at this point? You know, it's it's so hard to tell. I, I would lean that yes, uh, that you know we're probably near the top. I don't know if the, the the actual peak is in per se, but one the one thing that really leads me to believe that he may be right is when you look at what's going on with commodity prices. So you know, at first we saw the barn market fall, uh, you know, back in 2021. Then we saw the stock market really start to fall throughout early 2022. Uh, obviously, we're still kind of going through some of that volatility right now. The S&P is about 20% off its highs. The NASDAQ about 25% off its highs. And really, the last leg uh, to fall during these types of, of markets and these you know, pre-recessionary events is, is the commodity markets. And we're really starting to see commodities you know, kind of take, take the brunt of, uh, of the downside here over the last couple months. You know, dating back to March, lumber is down 50%. You know, it was as high as I think around $1,400, and we're now down to about $650. Um, you know, copper is off about 25%. Oil, even, you know, from $120 a barrel is now down to about $90, $95 a barrel. Um, so we're starting to see some pressure come off, which is really, I think, the Fed's intent when they're raising rates, which is to create demand destruction. And, you know, when you create that demand destruction, people are pulling back on building homes or traveling or whatever it may be. You start to see some pressure ease, you know, in those commodity prices. And that tends to be a leading indicator. It's important to remember that CPI is a lagging indicator. Um, so I, I tend to believe that he's, he's uh, first of all, he's obviously an incredibly smart man. Yeah. I had the pleasure of hearing Jeremy speak out in California uh, a year or two back. Um, I, I tend to believe he's probably more right than he is wrong, but obviously it's so hard to speak with certainties in this environment. Sure. You, you mentioned the bond market a moment ago. Let's go there for a second and uh, hear from Daryl Cronk. He's CIO of Wells Fargo Investment Institute. And uh, he's saying there is a, a surefire indicator that when it comes to measuring the true destruction of what this economic storm is capable of and uh, what he believes could be on the horizon just ahead. The bond market is telling you more things than the stock market is right now. So we have a lot of work to do yet on inflation. And I think the bond market is starting to tell you that, you know, relative to earnings season, look, I mean, you're probably going to get 11, 12% revenue growth, but only about five to 6% earnings growth, which tells you already, this will be the first quarter of margin deterioration because of the the math just in the income statement there. And I think we need to really watch forward consensus because I think post the Q2 conference calls with CEOs and CFOs, those sell side numbers are going to get ratcheted down pretty materially. I mean, he kind of lays it out there, doesn't he? 
Yeah, he does. He does. And, and I tend to, you know, once again, kind of agree with that stance, you know, the, it's in this business and we talk about this with our commentaries to our clients and, you know, it's a, a favorite phrase of one of our, our preferred money managers here at Frisbee and Associates. When you have the stock in the bond market, you almost want to think of the stock market as kind of like the bratty teenager who kind of chirps and yells and talks back, um, you know, but, but they're still a teenager and the maturity isn't fully there. Uh, you look at the bond market more as kind of like the wise elder, or like the wise grandmother or wise grandfather. And when they talk, you really, really listen, right? Um, and we've been seeing that kind of play out so far this year. So, you know, first of all, you know, at the be- from the beginning of the year, you know, the yield on the 10-year treasury jumped all the way up to about three and a half percent. So we saw, you know, the, the move, the, the 10-year treasury yield go from about one and a half, one and three quarters, all the way up to three and a half percent this year, which kind of did a lot of the tightening for the Federal Reserve. And of course, that put a tremendous amount of pressure on the bond market and the stock market. Um, but since then, we've started to see you know yields kind of back off. We've seen the yield on the ten-year Treasury drop from three and a half down to just under three percent, um, which basically means that people are kind of buying Treasuries again. So we're starting to see the bond market catch a little bit of a bid, um, which tends to be a little bit ominous. Where you you generally see people kind of looking at a flight to safety when they buy bonds, that tends to drop the yield down. Um, so you know the the bond market tends to do a lot of the talk. We're also seeing, you know, unfortunately, uh, when, when you talk about the bond market and, and the yield curve, which just shows different durations of treasuries across the yield curve, um, we're, we're currently at a, an inverted yield curve on the two-year and 10-year treasury, which historically has also been a pretty ominous sign. Uh, not every inverted yield curve has preceded a recession, but every recession was preceded by an inverted yield curve. And right now, uh, the yield curve is more inverted, uh, the most inverted that we've seen since the early 2000s, even more inverted than we saw during 2008. So the, the point is, there's 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 tremendous reasons, uh, you know, and, and belief to take a cautious approach right now. Sure. You know, you, you really want to focus on protection more than anything else. Well, and again, I think that that leads into what we're going to talk about next. And you you've talked about the recession and and the uh, you know is there going to be one? Well, again, that's yet to be determined. But John Kilduff, a CNBC contributor, he is always Capital's founding partner. Uh, he's got some thoughts on uh, you know and a recession and the possibility. It's the global recession fear that has really creeped into the calculus uh, for this market. Things are combining here because there's worries that the Fed may end up doing too much, uh, partly in my view, because of all the fiscal spending we've lost this year. Uh, we're, we're down a trillion dollars. Uh, and that's going to be a big hit uh, to the economy. A lot of money's not going into consumer pockets, uh, and, and they're feeling it. And uh, that's why I think the calculus has changed here over the past uh, several weeks. Again, he's uh, he's kind of laying it out. He's not saying that there's going to be or perhaps we're already there, right? Yeah, he's kind of painting a scenario where it could be a probability here moving forward. And, and again, I, I think there's reason to believe that, you know, that could be accurate. When you look at the technical definition of a recession, it's defined by back-to-back quarters of negative GDP growth. That's really the technical recession. I know there's a lot of people that, you know, have different opinions and beliefs on what constitutes a recession. Uh, but the first quarter of 2022, we had negative earnings growth, which was, or negative GDP growth, excuse me, which was a surprise to the downside. Um, and then here, uh, you know, within the coming days, we're going to be receiving our second quarter GDP numbers, uh, which, you know, most, most um, you know, analysts are projecting another negative number there. So there is a possibility that we could be in a technical recession already. Um, and those numbers could come to fruition by the time, you know, our, our conversation, uh, you know, hits the airways. Sure. Um, we, we just have to kind of wait and see how it unfolds. And, and, you know, this has been something that if you've been paying attention to the markets, the stock market and the bond markets, you know, um, you, you've been taking a pretty defensive approach here over the last couple months, uh, you know, 
know, in, in response to this data that continues to unfold. So it's hard to speak in certainties, but certainly there's a, uh, an argument to be made on, on the side that, you know, we could very well be heading that way. Well, great. I loved your insight, Jeff. And, and uh, on that note, let's go ahead and take a quick break. We'll, uh, we'll let folks give us a call and uh, get on your calendar. Sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. Hey, folks, here it is. This is your opportunity to come on and sit down, get that financial roadmap put together once and for all. A practical financial review, it's a phone call away, 800-998-5649. You're going to receive that comprehensive financial review, and you'll see where you are today. But more importantly, it becomes well, a roadmap to help get you to where you need to be. You've got nothing to lose. Give us a call, 800-998-5649. There's no cost. There's no obligation. Make that call while you're thinking of it, 800-998-5649. Preparing for retirement can seem like an unending task. In some ways, that's true. The retirement and income plan has to evolve over time to adjust to things like runaway inflation. When we come back, we'll highlight several things you need to know to make your retirement puzzle fit together. In retirement, some people like to take it easy. Uh, let's see, to nap or not to nap. And some people like to go, go, go. And then we went to St. Thomas, then New Orleans, then our grandson's soccer game, then for the theater New York to Bora Bora. You know what the beauty of it is? It's your choice. Ah. <sighs> Live it like you want. If you have the right plan, enter Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649. Funny money or not so funny money? This time, we're talking about funny money. Benjamin Franklin said, a penny saved is a penny earned. But how much is a penny really worth? Well, technically, still one cent but it depends on when it was minted. If it's a pre-1982 penny, the copper in it's actually worth more. Pennies made before 1982 were 95% copper. Since 2000, the price of copper has risen dramatically, making the meltdown value of these pennies more than the face value of the coin. Based on per pound current value of copper, the copper in each pre-1982 penny is worth 1.7 cents. Melted down, its value is 70% higher. But wait, don't go melting down your pennies just yet. It's illegal. Hold on to them though. If the penny is ever discontinued as legal tender, then melt away. I'm Dave Perkins with Funny Money. We're back. 
back on Financial Safari with Jeff Trushan in for Kevin Frisbee today. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. And uh, Jeff, of course, you're a, f- a fiduciary, independent. Um, and I mean, those are the, t- to me, the two big things that I would look for, that I do look for in, in an advisor. I want somebody that's a fiduciary who's looking out for me and, and independent. I, w- I want I want a lot of options. Yeah, you get the right mindset. You know, when we had the opportunity, uh, when, when we all kind of got into the business, and that's what really brought us together and has built this team. We're all very like-minded in terms of what our goals and our objectives uh, are for our clients. You know, we, we want to be advocates and partners of the clients that we work with. We're not here to, you know, sell one product over another or, you know, have certain incentives to move, you know, one mutual fund over another mutual fund. Uh, you know, we're truly looking at, you know, what our clients' objectives and their goals are. And we're, you know, basically utilizing all the resources that we have behind us to bring the most, uh, you know, efficient solutions to the table. So it really resonates with clients and, uh, you know, we're really proud to be licensed the way we are. Absolutely. 800-998-5649, folks, if you want to get a, uh, get started. Um, so, yeah, you talked about uh, putting together that puzzle. And I think that's one of the things that I, I see in you and, and, and when we've talked and you're talking about, you know, specific cases and, and how, you know, you just see, I mean, everybody's different. And you just really start putting those pieces together and, and, and they fit. And, and it's, a, it's a right fit because it's unique for everybody. Yeah, it is. You know, we, we say that a lot on these shows, right, Steve? There's no cookie cutter scenario right. uh, when it comes to, to planning. Everybody's situation is unique. Everybody has, you know, different circumstances, different goals, uh, different things that they want to accomplish in retirement. So really being holistic and, and taking a look at everything, throwing everything out on the table and just having really good conversations with clients to understand what their goals and what their desires are. Um, and then, like you said, kind of structuring those puzzle pieces, putting together a cash flow analysis or an income plan where you can kind of take all these puzzle pieces you know, social security, 401k, IRA, pensions, if you're lucky enough to still be entitled to one and really kind of, you know, drawing a picture or putting that puzzle together to say, hey, this is what this looks like. And then, you know, once you get to that point, it's really just a matter of executing the plan, which is the fun part. Well, and again, that, well, that puzzle includes, uh, you know, a lot of math. And so we talk about your financial independence number. I'm calling it FIN. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. But but that's really what it comes down to. It's it's what is your number? I mean, I remember that commercial some years ago with you know where they were walking around with their signs above their head with this number, that's and right. that was it was what you needed to retire. That's right. Yeah, I think it was like an AIG commercial. Something. Or, yeah, I, I forget the the, the exact uh, entity, but yeah, you're exactly right. Um, you know, it's really kind of taking a look at. You know, some some experts will say, well, you need you know about twenty five times what your you know expects uh, expected expenses are you know to to live the lifestyle that you've become accustomed to, which which really, if you look back through history, is is pretty accurate. Um, that really basically dovetails into the four percent rule. Um, so you really want to be able to kind of generate roughly four percent income off of your nest egg, off of your retirement portfolio portfolio to, to supplement what other income sources that you have, whether it's social security, a pension, or if you're still working part time, and have that number really kind of meet what you. Your expense need is, you know, really indefinitely moving forward. And if you're there, you know, if you have a need for 40, 50, 60,000 dollars a year in income, and you know, between that four percent number on your retirement portfolio, your social security check, and any other income sources, you're you're pretty darn close to having that financial independence and that that comfort level in retirement where, you know, as long as the market does what it's done for the last hundred years, you'll 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 be in a position where you're likely to, to not outlive your money, you know, and that's a really comfortable place to be. Well, that's the goal, right? I mean, we don't want to run out of money. And and one of the things that that you do at Frisbee and Associates is, you know, you tackle Social Security because that is such a key part of our retirement plan. And to maximize that, that when you claim Social Security is such a critical decision. 
Yeah, it is. You know, it really is. It's one of those decisions where you have really one shot to make it and you want to make it, you know, with the most education as possible. You want to make the most informed decision that you can. You can turn Social Security off uh, one time, but if you do, then you have to pay back all of the benefits that you've received and you can only do it within the first year of filing for benefits. Most people don't, you know, I don't know if I've ever seen anybody go that path where they've turned off Social Security and you had to pay it back. Um, it's, it's much more easier, uh, of course, to get it right on the front end and make a decision that you're confident in. You know, there are a lot lot of different uh, scenarios when it comes to social security, when you talk about, you know, spousal benefits and widow's benefits and filing early versus filing later. And what are the pros and cons to those decisions? Do you make too much money to file for benefits early? Um, you know, based on your health and, and your expected longevity, does it make sense for you to wait until age, you know, 68, 69, 70 to file for benefits? You know, these are all conversations that we're having with our clients to understand what their personal situation is. And then really kind of using some software that we have to kind of map out and say, hey, you know, if you file for Social Security at 64, this is what this looks like over your life expectancy. If you file it, you know, full retirement age of 67, if you file at age 70, here's how this truly impacts the bottom line for your retirement plans. Um, you know, for most married couples filing joint, I mean, it's just the biggest asset that they have. You know, it's around a one and a half million dollar annuity payment, more or less, over your life expectancy in retirement. So you sure. certainly want to make sure you're making a, an, an educated decision. Well, and, and again, working with folks about with Social Security and uh, incorporating that, it really makes a big difference in the overall plan. And and I think, you know, that's something that not all advisors even want to talk about with Social Security. I mean, you know, I do shows all over the country and there are some advisors that just absolutely won't talk Social Security. Yeah, no, you're exactly right, which is crazy to me because for the most part, the, the whole reason that somebody saves for retirement is for one thing, and that's to replace income. I mean, retirement is all about income. So why would you neglect arguably your biggest income asset, which is your social security pension uh, annuity payment, you know, just, just for the sake of looking at the portfolio? And it's, it's unique. I had a conversation with a client in the office actually just this week who would come in and, you know, he had a, a great financial situation. He had retirement accounts. He had liquid cash in a savings account, um, you know, minimal expenses. He had a couple old life insurance policies and he really throws this all on the table and he's, he's happy with his advisor currently. He thinks he's done well by him, which is great. You know, the relationship is arguably the foundation of everything that you're doing as a financial advisor. But he was just looking at the investments. He was just looking at which stocks to pick, which made sense, you know, what, which, which stocks to invest in and what, you know, who had favorable outlooks moving forward. And he completely neglected all of the other assets there, which, which was, you know, really kind of created a great opportunity to, to, to utilize and structure a lot of these assets in such a way where, you know, you can really, really benefit a family and, and uh, you know, beneficiaries down the line and long-term care planning and, you know, everything that kind of comes into it. So my point is, I've kind of gotten off of Social Security, but the point is it's so important to really take that holistic approach and look at all resources and not neglect any of them, because if you tie all that together, you can really create a, a beautiful painting or a beautiful masterpiece, so to speak, uh, by, by being more holistic and just kind of, you know, putting care and attention to all of their financial resources. Well, you said it. I mean, it's all about the income in retirement and and, and certainly Social Security plays a key role, but we talk about guaranteed income for life. And that's something else that you guys really have, a, well, that's, that's one of your sweet spots is to help create that and, and have that income continue to grow over the course of our lifetime. And so we won't run out. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's, a, it's an important conversation that we're having with a lot of clients. Um, you know, there are many different ways that you can take a look at providing guaranteed income. The, the, the most um, 
common way really is looking at something like an income annuity um, where you can basically exchange a lump sum of money uh, for a guaranteed lifetime income stream of payments. And, and then you really want to make sure that you're working and, and shopping the market if you like the idea of the income annuity to find products that maybe give you some some income riders or some cost of living adjustment riders, so to speak, where you know if the market goes up or if there's increases in the account value, then you get an increase in your income payment this in that year. You know, the challenging thing with a lot of pensions and a lot of or private pensions anyway, um, or, or a lot of traditional annuities is that a lot of times you're getting level payouts, um, which is great to have guaranteed income. But if you have inflation north of five, six, seven, eight percent, and, you know, you're getting a guaranteed payout that's not adjusted for inflation or won't change moving forward, you know, there's potential that you can lose a lot of your purchasing power on those checks as they come in every month. Um, so, you know, that's part of the beauty of being independent again, Steve, is, is being contracted with all the top carriers that offer products and solutions in this space and being able to find, you know, whichever product meets, uh, you know, your client's needs uh, the best. Right. And and so as we, uh, you talked about, you know, the guaranteed income and, and uh, you've talked about uh, annuities, but let's, so can we talk about an indexed annuity and, and how that can really play a role? Yeah, definitely. So the index annuity is a great option. Um, you know, annuities tend to get a bad reputation. I mean, you, you see Ken Fisher on the radio, I hate annuities and you should too, and so on and so forth. And, and really, he's, he's doing a tremendous disservice by being, uh, you know, so so brass and making such a blanket statement um, without really truly understanding a client's uh, situation and, and, and needs. But an index annuity is a great account that gives you market upside opportunity with zero downside or zero market downside risk. So you can participate in the upside of the market, but not expose your principal uh, in order to get some of that upside. Uh, generally, you're going to see somewhere between, you know, historically a three to five percent rate of return over over a typical market uh, cycle, three to five, three to six percent. Um, there will be years where you, you get a nice, you know, six, seven, eight, nine percent rate of return. Uh, there's also going to be years where you get zero, um, but you know, you're okay to get that zero because generally that means the market's down and you haven't lost your money. So when you're looking at alternatives to safe money options such as, you know, CDs or savings accounts where you don't get tax deferral, you hardly get a, a, an attractive rate of return for clients that come into the office and they say, hey, you know, I've got this life savings. I don't care to, you know, make another 10, 15, 20 percent of ever. I just don't want to lose another dime, but I'm not happy with a CD or, CD or savings account. What other options are out there? Um, and there are some really, really attractive options and the index annuity is one of them. Oh, sure. And and again, there's also the uh, the living benefit of life insurance. That's a whole nother conversation. But but again, that's that's out there, too. Yeah, it is, and, and that ties back to the conversation uh, the, with a client that I just referenced. Uh, he had a, a you know a, a pretty substantial portion in just liquid cash savings, and and you know we looked at it, and there was no long term care insurance in play for this gentleman. So you kind of look at this life insurance piece, and you say, hey, you got this money over here that's not earning anything. You're going to have to take required minimum distributions on your retirement account, which is going to force you to have income. You know, you could park a good amount of this money into a life insurance policy, which will do you know really one of two things for you. Either you live a long and healthy and happy life and you pass away in your sleep, at which point your beneficiaries, your kids and your grandkids are going to get a tremendous death benefit completely tax free. Or, God forbid, you're going to need some type of care, whether it's, you know, chronic critical terminal illness, you know, a home health assisted living nursing home type facility. And the way life insurance is structured now is that you can actually accelerate the death benefit tax free prior to passing away to help pay for care. So it's a, it's a great way to have you know one dollar do the work of many dollars if your situation uh, you know is is suitable. Let's go ahead and take another break and uh, invite folks to call. Come on in, sit down with you, and and map this whole thing out. Yeah, sounds great, Steve. For the next ten callers who will call in today, 
we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. 800-998-5649. 10 callers right now get that comprehensive financial review. There's no cost. There's no obligation. It's just a chance to sit down and and get that financial roadmap put together. Uh, So you've got nothing to lose. Give us a call. 800-998-5649. 800-998-5649. We often talk about what not to do in getting to retirement. This time, we've got five things you absolutely should be doing. You don't want to miss this. It's next. Remember that feeling on the last day of school just before summer vacation? How about that feeling you get around 4 o'clock Friday afternoon? Now multiply both of those by 100, maybe 1,000, maybe more. And that's the feeling you get just before you retire if you have the right plan. And you don't have to go it alone. You need someone to set you up with a comprehensive plan avoiding risk and pitfalls and securing lifetime income in your retirement. You need Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800 998 The mother of states, the mother of presidents, the mother of lovers. Virginia, the mother of presidents Washington, Jefferson, Madison, Monroe, Harrison, Tyler, Taylor, and Wilson. The mother of states because eight other states were partially or totally carved from its original land. Virginia also originally ceded territory to help form the District of Columbia. Virginia was called the Old Dominion because of its loyalty to King Charles II during the English Civil War. Virginia is one of four states to be designated as a commonwealth, and there's so much history. Jamestown, the first permanent English settlement, Colonial Williamsburg, Jefferson's beloved Monticello, Washington's home Mount Vernon, many Civil War battlefields. In fact, the American Revolutionary War and the Civil War both ended in Virginia. Cornwallis surrendered in Yorktown, and Robert E. Lee surrendered to Ulysses S. Grant in Appomattox. How did it get its name? From Queen Elizabeth I, the Virgin Queen. Virginia was one of the 13 original colonies. She achieved statehood on June 25, 1788. But what about this Virginia's for lovers thing? In fact, it's an over 40-year-old marketing campaign. It originated with the idea that Virginia could be for the lovers of many things, the mountains, the beach, history. Over 40 years later, Virginia still welcomes you on its signs, stating that it is indeed for lovers. Virginia's population, 8.6 million. Over 3.1 million, or 36%, live in Northern Virginia. The state bird is the cardinal. The state tree is the dogwood. Virginia's motto is seek semper tyrannus, thus always to tyrants. Not really what a lover would say. As far as food, Virginia's known for its country ham. Even Tony and Junior Soprano love it. Mom, this Virginia ham. 
He's like a woman with a Virginia ham under her arm. Virginia's economy is very diverse depending on where you are in the state. The highest incomes are in Northern Virginia, shipbuilding in the Southeast, agriculture in Southside Virginia. Tobacco was Colonial Virginia's cash crop and for centuries fueled the economy of Southern Virginia. Thanks to a new law in April of 2020, Virginia will be welcoming casinos to locations throughout the state toward the end of 2022 and into 2023. Recreational marijuana is now legal for adults in Virginia. That means they can possess, consume, and grow, but cannot yet buy. Lawmakers are eyeing 2024 as a year to make sales legal. Legalized gambling, from tobacco to marijuana, Virginia, you've come a long way, baby. On Financial Safari with Jeff Trushan today, and uh, of course, I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Uh, FrisbeeBenefits.com, that's the website. FrisbeeBenefits with an S.com, F R I S B I E, Benefits.com. And that website is jam packed. I mean, Kevin likes to call it robust, and I pretty much agree with that. The one thing, I, several things that I like about it. One, get you get to know the team, but more importantly, or almost as important, is the 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 the, the constant updating of information. I mean, there's there's a lot of links out there. There's a lot of great stuff that you draw together, and it's updated pretty regularly. Yeah, it is. You know, we we like to have all of our, uh, of course, all of our information on there in terms of uh, you know who we are, what we do, why we do what we do. Um, you know, a little blurb on each of the advisors, so you can get to know us a little bit personally. I'm a big believer that you know you can't control the markets you can't control the economy but you can control the relationship you can control you know the way that you communicate with clients uh, the service that you provide to clients um, so we really try to you know create a, a really strong image on the front end when it comes to the website we want to have all of our TV recordings have all of our radio shows up there for clients to uh, to be able to tune into and listen to as a resource so uh, you know appreciate the uh, the feedback and glad to hear what we're doing is working absolutely and uh, so you talked about the five things that we really need to be doing in retirement and or getting to retirement and right now it's probably as important as ever as ever is to keep losses into perspective keep losses in perspective and i think you know there's a difference between um losing money and losing value and i think sometimes uh, we blur those lines yeah, I think that's a good point, Steve. Um, you know, it is really important to keep it into perspective. And, and you have to really understand and realize that these these events, and believe me when I say they're, they're no less painful every time that they happen, uh, but these events are necessary for the health and long-term upwards trajectory of the markets. You know, we, we're coming off of an amazing run. I mean, we, we, you know, basically since 2009, the market, the S&P 500 leading into this year has averaged a north of 50 15% rate of return per year uh, over that 11 to 12 year time frame. I mean, that's an immaculate run. I mean, you know, so granted, the S&P is down 20%. The NASDAQ is down roughly 25%. Uh, obviously, the bond market is really what's been most shocking this year in terms of its historic decline. Um, but it's really a little bit of an unwinding of, of the, you know, the, the spectacular returns that we've seen over the last decade and, and the insane growth, really, uh, of the equity markets, you know, post great financial crisis. So these things happen, you know, every five to seven years, on average, we had just gone about 14 years without one. So to, to say we were overdue is certainly a bit of an understatement. Well, and are you having to do a little handholding? Are people a little freaked out sometimes? 
Yeah, for sure. And it's just human nature. I mean, $1 of, lo- of loss is twice as emotionally charging as $1 of gain. So nobody oh, wow. likes to see. Yeah. And that's a, that's a proven fact, actually, wow. um, which shouldn't come as much of a surprise, but it's, it's, uh, it's a reality. So, sure. you know, clients, uh, you know, obviously they don't want to lose money. Uh, and, and just like us, you know, the beauty of how we're compensated is that, you know, we're not selling products and earning commissions. We charge a flat fee to manage portfolios for our clients. So when our clients lose money, we take a pay cut as well. Yeah. You know, so, so this is an environment where where, you know, we celebrate victories together and we suffer defeats together and we're feeling this pain as well. And, and granted, our clients are, are focused on their money and only their money as they should be because that's their time and their energy that they've put into building those accounts. Um, you know, but it, it's painful for everyone and nobody enjoys this environment. But, you know, they are necessary. It's important to work with an advisor that has a plan for how they're going to navigate this type of environment uh, as it continues to evolve. And, and we will get through this and, and we'll be better for having gone through it. Well, and I think that you know, having had experience in the past in dealing with these situations, that's where, you know, Frisbee and Associates really comes into play because you guys have been there, done this. You you understand and can help lead us through it uh, successfully. Yeah, that that's certainly our objective for sure. You know, we want to let clients know that, hey, this is not an anomaly. You know, uh, obviously, you know, no correction, no bear market, no recession is the same as a previous one. There are always different challenges and, you know, unique things that lead up to the, to, to the recession and, and, you know, cause us to be in this certain type of market environment. But generally, the outcome is the same. You know, you get a drop in the markets. You know, usually you're, you're looking at somewhere between a, you know, a 15 and a 40, 45, 50 percent decline. Um, you know, and obviously you hope your money manager has a plan in place to help you protect it against those, you know, north of 20% declines as you work through this type of environment. Um, but, you know, you got to have these kind of these cooling off periods where the market can digest the returns that we've had, you know, over the last decade. Uh, so that way it can kind of set a base and then work to start building, uh, building its next leg up, you know, and, and if history is any guide, that's, that's exactly what we're going to see. You know, we just don't know quite how, how uh, challenging and treacherous it's going to be before we get to that other side. But the, I mean, the, to me, one of the reassuring things is that, you know, we've gone through through these things before. And so it's it's just important to, to you know, partner with somebody who understands that to, to get us through. Because it's not, nece- I mean, a recession is, to me, isn't necessarily a big deal, is it? Yeah, it's it, it's it depends on the angle that you're taking. You know, of exactly. course, it's yeah. yeah. I mean, for people that are looking at their retirement accounts and they're within a few years of retirement, to them it is a big deal, and and as it should be. You know, you work your whole life and you save all this money, and retirement is within grasp, and you see it there, and then all of a sudden these macroeconomic headwinds come into play, and you know, kind of kind of you know give you give you a little bit of concern. Uh, but I think you know, working with an advisor uh, such as us that or such as myself that provides a high level of communication, a high level of service. You know, keeps clients involved in what we're doing and why we're doing it. Um, you know, what changes we're making proactively to the portfolios to do all we can to keep their their life savings safe and protected as we work through this environment. Um, that that's what's most valuable. And I mentioned that a month or so ago on my last recording. Is these are the times where financial advisors uh, really earn their advisory fees. Uh, when you talk about not only performance and, and mitigation uh, of losses in the portfolios, but also providing a high level of service, high level of communication, um, and a high level of comfort. And now, uh, you know, you, that leads us right into our next thing that we definitely should be doing, uh, and that is checking our asset allocation, which is important. And I think sometimes, sometimes people lose sight of that. 
Yeah, a lot of times they do. You know, for most for most people that are investing, and particularly in four hundred one ks, they're they're just dumping money into their accounts as they should be, rightfully so. Uh, but generally, you know, they're focused on what they're focused on, which is being a fantastic nurse or uh, a really you know great electrician or you know a sales manager who has clients and and you know products to to get out there. Um, you know, they're generally not focused on what the market is doing every day, so they they see what's happening in the market into their accounts, but they don't understand it, and, and maybe they don't know why they're seeing such significant significant declines or whatever that may look like in the portfolios. Um, so we always say it's, it's so valuable to get a second opinion as you get closer to retirement. Most people don't realize that once you hit age 59 and a half, generally you can actually roll money out of your 401k and, and focus on getting some more active management and some better risk management for where you are in your life and what your plans are leading into retirement. So we, we strive for a lot of people when you get to that 59 and a half age, 60 age, even if you're still employed, give us a call. Let's have a conversation and make sure that what you have in your retirement account is allocated appropriately for whatever may come down the pike these next couple of years. And maybe we'll validate what your belief and what your thought is and that, hey, you're comfortable with this allocation and you know that's that's rewarding and comforting as well. But maybe it's not. Maybe you're way out over your skis and you're planning on retiring in two years. And uh, you know, unfortunately, sometimes these events can be a little bit of a wake-up call. 800-998-5649, how you can get the ball rolling. And I, I love what you described there because you know, when we sometimes, uh, again, like lose sight of what asset allocation really means and, and how to get uh, how to get there. Um, and uh, so one of the other things we have to do is, is check on those liquid reserves, right? Uh, well, what does that mean? Yeah, for sure. So your liquid reserves is basically your emergency savings. I mean, that's kind of what you've got set aside, in, uh, you know, for a rainy day, something in a local savings account. Maybe you're holding cash in a brokerage account somewhere, uh, but it, it's a type of money that, the primary focus is liquidity. You know, we have a lot of clients that come into the office and they say, hey, I've got all this money in savings. I don't know what to do with it. I feel like I'm losing money to inflation and I want to try to get a better rate of return. You know, and then we have a good conversation, understand their situation and say, hey, it makes sense for you to keep that money there. You know, you're not earning a lot, um, but that's really kind of not the objective of this money. This money is to be there for you if you have an emergency, if you lose your job, you know, if the if uh, if you have an issue and you got to replace your refrigerator, if you got some type of unexpected expense where it's not going to drastically change your lifestyle or cause you to take on debt or, you know, use a credit card or whatever that may look like. So during times like these, it's, it's really great to have a nice little nest egg set aside um, because it also provides some potential buying power depending on your time horizon. You know, historically, you want to buy when there's blood in the streets, you know, and certainly there is some of that in the markets right now. So if you've got some cash and you have a long enough time horizon, it could be a decent opportunity to put those liquid reserves to work. Um, but really, it just kind of gives you control and liquidity. Sure. Well, I mean, again, because you you segment all of the distribution. So I guess, you know, purpose determines placement. In other words, the money that we've saved has a job and and at each stage of retirement. Yeah, exactly. There's there's a, that's, a, that's a very true statement. So, uh, but the, the problem, though, is, is, you know, you don't want to have too much of your money in liquid reserves, right? Sure. You don't want to have too much of your money in cash, obviously, because if inflation is 9% and you're using that money to, to draw income or to provide income or whatever that may look like, you know, obviously it's not going to take a whole lot of time for you to significantly lose your purchasing power. So you want to find that balance. And, and like you said, every, uh, you know, purpose determines placement. Every, every dollar should have a different objective for you. And that's part of the conversation process we have with clients is really throwing that all, on the, all out on the table and then making sure that each dollar 
is working as hard for you as it can for whatever its objective is. And just because you have money in cash in an emergency savings account doesn't necessarily mean that it's not working hard for you. It's working hard with its desired objective, which is to provide you some some comfort and some liquidity in the event of an emergency. All right. Well, again, uh, let's calculate uh, one more spot, uh, one more commercial here and uh, one little break here and we'll come back and, and pick it up. Sounds good, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. 800-998-5649. 10 callers right now will get that comprehensive financial review that Kevin just described. And you'll see where you are right now. Yes, but more importantly, you'll find that you now have a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. Hey, you've got nothing to lose. Call right away. 800-998-5649. 800-998-5649. Up next, we've got questions from listeners. That and much more right after this. letting the clock run out on his social security to age 70 for maximum benefits and here comes the Roth conversion he's locked in for income for life he's got some outstanding coaching with that annuity plan he's created his own pension as well and it looks like he's going to go all the way play your best retirement game call financial safaris Kevin Frisbee 800-998-5649 800-998-5649 it's your go-go years so let's get going with another retirement road trip we're doing rock and roll in the blues because we're heading to memphis free to get ready now go cat memphis is considered the birthplace of rock and roll and the blues let's start our tour on beale street the character of beale street can be traced back to the early 1900s when african-american entrepreneurs opened clubs and restaurants and shops along the corridor beale street eventually became synonymous with the best blues in america musicians flocked to the street including bb king louis armstrong memphis minnie and muddy waters in the 50s a young man named elvis presley would hang out on beale wonder what influence that had on him the blues and jazz and more great music live on here. Good food, too. You know you got to try the Memphis barbecue. Memphis is credited with having given birth to rock and roll also. Or maybe blues gave birth to rock and Memphis was the midwife. Either way, Sun Studio in Memphis had a lot to do with it. Sam Phillips opened Sun Studio in 1950. A year later, Rocket 88, considered the first rock and roll song, was recorded there. Rocket 88. Blues and R&B artists like Howlin' Wolf, Junior Parker, Little Milton, B.B. King, and more recorded there in the early 50s. Then came the likes of Elvis, Johnny Cash, Carl Perkins, Roy Orbison, and Jerry Lee Lewis. Tour Sun Studio and stand on rock and roll hallowed ground. Now, if you want to visit the palace of the king of rock and roll, where do you go? Memphis, for Elvis's beloved mansion, Graceland. Step in the foyer and imagine all the VIPs waiting to be received by the king. Then see the jungle room with green shag carpets, even on the ceiling. Lots of memorabilia in the trophy room. 
and the meditation garden where Elvis and many of his family members have been laid to rest. Get the right retirement plan for yourself so you can rock it out and never get the blues and then take off whenever you want for cool daddy-o places like Memphis. Financial Safari is the show. Jeff Trushan is here. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. And uh, we have been having a great conversation today, Jeff, as always, covering a lot of ground. I mean, things are a little dicey out there right now. And and again, I think that what I really enjoy in, in talking with you is you're that voice of calm. You're the voice of reason. I mean, you know, there's no need for panic here. Yeah, there's not. There's really not. Um, you know, you, the, the key is you just want to make sure that you have a plan in place. You know, a failure to plan is a plan to fail. And, and for us, you know, for our clients, you know, we have a plan for how we're going to navigate this environment. And that gives us and our clients a whole lot of confidence to know that, hey, you know, we, we've got a, a path that we're taking here. We've got a, a route mapped up in front, uh, a route mapped out in front of us. Uh, you know, we just have to follow the path and we will get through this. So, um, yeah, we, we, uh, we, we try to keep calm and try to remind our clients that, uh, hey, this has happened before. It'll probably happen again, uh, but we will get through it. Absolutely. And uh, folks, if you want to know some more, 800-998-5649 is the number. Um, let's jump into some of these questions here. Uh, first up is Olivia. She's in Arundel and she's wondering, she said, I heard from a friend that you could suspend social security benefits to later get some benefits, but I don't know what they meant. And frankly, I was too embarrassed to ask. Yeah, well, thanks so much, Olivia, for reaching out. And uh, uh, of course, it goes without saying, and pardon my bluntness, but there is no such thing as a, as a dumb question. Um, you know, so a fa fantastic question and, and uh, a common question, actually, that we have when people come into the office or to attend one of our workshops, because there, there used to be so many different filing strategies for Social Security. You could file on your own benefit. You could file on your spouse's benefit. You could, you know, file for your own benefits, but restrict receipt of your benefits. And then, you know, that allows the opportunity for your spouse to take a spousal benefit on your record. Um, unfortunately, back in 2015 with the Bipartisan Budget Act, they got rid of the file and suspend uh, and also phased out the restricted application strategies for Social Security. Uh, so the downside is, unfortunately, it reduces a, a lot of some you know, pretty favorable loopholes and options in the Social Security system for retirees. Uh, but the, 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 the silver lining is that it makes Social Security a lot easier for when you file for benefits. Um, so when you file for benefits, basically how that works is you're going to get 100% of your own benefit or half of your spouse's benefit, whichever is greater. So there's no opportunity to suspend receipt of benefits, uh, you know, to get a delayed credit up to age 70. Uh, right now, they're just employing what's called deemed filing. So when you file, you're going to get 100% of your own benefit or half of your spouse's. Uh, one last thing I'll say on that is um, you actually do have the opportunity to uh, literally suspend your benefits after you've filed, as long as you do it within the first year of filing. Uh, of filing. And we mentioned this back in a segment uh, uh, a segment or two back. If you file for benefits uh, within the first year, you can basically change your mind and you can suspend receipt, pay back the benefits that you've received, and then pretty much it'll look like you never filed and then you can file at a later date. So happy to have this conversation with you in more detail, Olivia. It's a really great question. It's a very common question. You're certainly not on an island there. Um, and we appreciate you uh, reaching out. All right, Olivia, if you want to know some more, 800-998-5649. That's the number. Uh, on we go. Larry is uh, checking in from Camden. Uh, he's just wondering, is it okay to have more than one Roth IRA? Can I buy stocks or bonds with a Roth? 
Uh, hey, Larry, thank you so much for reaching out. It's a great question. And, and simply put, yes and yes. Um, so it is okay to more, have uh, more than one Roth IRA. There's no problem there. And uh, yes, you can buy stocks and bonds within a Roth IRA. Um, a Roth IRA is really kind of, I, I kind of look at these accounts and I kind of explain them almost like you're, you're baking a cake. So you kind of think of the Roth IRA like the mixing bowl. You can put anything inside that mixing bowl, right? You can put flour, sugar, water, eggs, you know, whatever you want. The mixing bowl just kind of holds whatever's in there, whatever ingredients are in there. The Roth IRA is really the same way. So you basically have this mixing bowl that holds a bunch of tax-free money. You can put anything inside that mixing bowl within reason. You can put stocks, you can put bonds, you can put cash, you can put CDs, you can put annuities. Um, the mixing bowl just determines the tax status of whatever ingredients are inside there. And it's the same way with a traditional IRA or 401k. You know, those those uh, those fancy letters basically just determine the tax status of whatever you hold in those accounts. So my question would be, what's what's the objective of having more than one Roth IRA? Um, you know, and we'd love the opportunity to have a conversation with you to see what your plans are and what your goals are and, and whether or not there's anything that we can do to, to, to add some value and potentially make things a little bit simpler for you. Well, and again, from a contribution standpoint, uh, you know, you're limited to how much you can put in. So if you got multiple Roths, you still can only contribute that same amount. Yes. Great point, Steve. Thanks for bringing that up. You're exactly right. So you can only put $7,000 into any IRA. So not just a Roth, but a, a blend of Roth, you know, more than one Roths or a Roth and a traditional IRA. Um, the amount of money that you can put into any IRA, any blend or any amount of IRAs cannot be more than $7,000 if you're over the age of 50. If you're under the age of 50, you can put up to $6,000 in either of those accounts. Um, but I will also say there are some income limitations if you earn too much money or have access to an employer-sponsored plan, um, then you really want to make sure you're speaking with an accountant or, or someone like us uh, here to, to make sure that you know you can make tax deductible, tax favorable contributions to these accounts. Sure. So um, yeah, great so question. There's, uh, but there's, a, yeah, so that's a that, that's kind of a, a lot going on in, in the whole world of Roth. And we've talked Roth conversions many times, Jeff, and there are just, there's a lot of rules out there. So I think it's real important. It's not really a do-it-yourself proposition. Yeah, the contributions are really pretty straightforward for the most part. Um, you know, but you're exactly right. The Roth conversions are a much more in-depth and detailed conversation. So really, again, it ties back to that conversation I had with a client last week of just being creative, thinking outside the box, looking at the whole picture, not just what stocks do you own, but how can we really create this, you know, this beautiful masterpiece when it comes to your financial picture that not only benefits you, but you know, legacies beyond. Sure. All right. I like the description. 800 998 5649 Larry, there's the number to call to get some more information. Let's see. Joanna is up next. Uh, she's in Farmington. Uh, this is kind of a beefy question, but uh, let's, uh, let's just plow on through it. Uh, Joanna says, my anxiety is off the chart lately with these fears and concerns about recession. I pushed my retirement date already because my income now largely goes towards supporting necessities for my household, which includes my 43-year-old daughter and her two children, ages 11 and 14, who've lived with me for the past decade. Is there anything I can do to maximize the window of five to six years standing between myself and my retirement? I love what you guys do uh, to help people on the show every week. 
Hey, Joanna, well, first of all, thank you so much for that last sentence. Uh, we rarely, rarely ever get comments like that in these question segments. So the appreciation and the feedback is very much appreciated. Uh, second, you know, it, it sounds obviously like there's a little bit of a challenging dynamic, and I can certainly understand your concern there as we uh, as we you know kind of work through this macroeconomic environment. What a, but also what a blessing to have three generations uh, of your family all under one roof. You know, that time is certainly fleeting with the kids and grandkids. So I think looking at that, and uh, having that that level of gratitude and perspective, um, you know, looking at the, the plus side of having that family there and the value that you're providing to them uh, to give them a place of shelter and, and care and love is really great. Um, in terms of the finances, so you know, it really kind of all depends again on your on your individual situation. So I would say, you know, opportunities that you have would really be taking a look at, you know, what are you doing for work? How much income do you have coming in right now? What are you contributing to your retirement accounts, if at all? You know, what does your debt situation look like? Have you listed out your debts, if you have any, from largest to smallest? Have you kind of put a plan together for how you're planning on utilizing that income that you have to not only pay off the debt but contribute to retirement? Um, you know, these are all things that you can really kind of take a look at, uh, you know, and, and throw out on the table and, and put us all a plan together for. So, you know, I would say, Joanna, give us a call, come into the office. You know, we'll give you a list of some things to bring in and we'll just have a conversation. The nice thing is you do have five or six years, you know, so you've got a great window and you've got a great opportunity to really do some damage and put yourself in a great situation looking five to six years out. One really great way to kill anxiety is to take action. So I would say give us a call. 800-998-5649, Joanna. Uh, let's see, we got time for one more. Here's Clay from Holden, uh, says, I'm 68, I don't plan to retire anytime soon. Should I stop contributing to my 403B and put that money somewhere else so that I don't have so much saved in a tax-deferred account whenever I have to start taking distributions from it? Well, I like how he's thinking. Yeah, it's a good question, Clay. Thanks so much for reaching out. Um, again, this is one of those situations where I, I'd want to get a better picture uh, or a better view of your overall picture to see what you have for current assets, whether you're married, you know, filing single versus married, filing joint, what your expected income is going to be in retirement versus what it is right now, you know, I would generally lean towards, you know, you want to contribute to the 403B. If you're 68, you're probably in your highest earning years, which means you probably have a higher tax burden or a higher tax liability uh, right now than you will, uh, you know, when you're in retirement. And generally, if you're contributing to an employer-sponsored plan, a lot of times you'll get a, uh, a match there. So you certainly don't want to give up free money, uh, even if it's, you know, three, four, five percent, whatever that may be. Uh, but perhaps given your situation, if it's unique enough, maybe Maybe you just contribute enough to get the match from your employer, and then you turn around and you start contributing to that Roth IRA, like we like we discussed a couple questions ago. You know, you can put up to seven thousand dollars into the Roth IRA as long as your income is below a certain threshold, and, and that level depends on whether you're married or filing joint. Um, but you know, it sounds to me like you're in a really good situation financially, and it's about a, a matter of taking maybe a little bit of a different perspective to say. You know, looking out over the next five to ten years, you know, how can we allocate dollars to have them work as hard as they possibly can for you? Uh, not just focusing on the tax, uh, you know, benefits of those contributions this year, but looking out over the next decade. So, you know, we'd be happy to uh, have you into our brewer office and uh, and have uh, a more in-depth, detailed conversation and see what we could do to provide some value for you. Sounds great. 800-998-5649, Clay, if you want to know some more. Uh, and on that note, let's go ahead and uh, invite folks to call one last time today, Jeff. Okay, Steve, sounds great. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. 
What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. Hey, folks, here it is. This is the last opportunity today to uh, give us a call. Come on in, sit down, get a financial roadmap put together. 800-998-5649. Jeff and the rest of the team at Frisbee and Associates are there for you. They can take that complex financial world and turn it into something that really makes sense. A practical financial review, that's what we're offering here today. No cost, no obligation. You're going to get that comprehensive financial review and see where you are today. But more importantly, it becomes a roadmap that can help get you to where you need need to be. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. Well, Jeff, as always, uh, this uh, once a month thing will uh, is uh, kind of fun. I always look forward to it and it's always fun to chat with you. Yeah, you as well, Steve. I, I, love, our, I love our conversations and very grateful for, uh, for our listeners and those that submit questions. And I look forward to our next conversation. Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Kevin Frisbee and his guests provide general information, not personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. The opinions expressed on this program are not intended to be a recommendation or investment advice and do not constitute a solicitation to buy, sell, or hold a security or an investment strategy. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company.